We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. My name is Bart Winkler. Welcome to a surprise episode of the Bart Winkler Show. This show is taped in reverse. So what we're going to do now is this is the live after the Brewers game. The Brewers lost to the Cubs 4-3, of which I did not see the final couple of outs because Valley Sports streaming is fucking terrible. Then it will transition this podcast on the audio version to an interview, a conversation, really, I had with Tim Shea. Uh, Caught up with Shea. He was at Monday and Tuesday's game. So we'll talk about the Cubs fans, and we'll talk a little bit about that here, but we'll talk about that. And then we'll wrap up with a segment from the DA show on Wednesday morning where me and the guys, uh, it was Ryan Botcher and EJ Stewart, we decided that there was a lot of conspiracy with the hot dog eating contest, that they knew Joey Chestnut didn't have it in him, so they used the weather delay to drum up some attention and take the attention away from Joey Chestnut's really – disappointing performance uh, with only 62 dogs so all of that is coming up on this podcast uh this is being taped on wednesday night a little bonus live here again i'm off for the holiday week or whatever you want to call it but do need to talk about this brewer game and really this brewer series up to this point the game on wednesday well they win monday they they lose tuesday both of these games have like wild circumstances Regarding it, Jemai Jones on Monday, incredible moment for him. Then you have all the roof shenanigans on Tuesday, which we'll talk about with Tim. And then on this game, Devin Williams blows his second game of the year. Some bad defense by Owen Miller. Somebody said that this game ended pretty similar to the Nationals wildcard game in 2019 with even a rundown at the end of the inning. That's a very apt comparison because there were a lot of balls and a lot of hit balls that were not necessarily Williams' fault but the Brewers do lose the game and he uh, blows the save. So tough start there. The thing I think I hate the most about these Brewers Cubs game, because after Tuesday, I was kind of like, okay, the Brewers Cubs rivalry's back a little bit. I think that's neat. But then now after Wednesday, I'm like, this sucks because it's the Cubs fans. It's, it's, it's that Cubs fans react. They, they improved to 40 and 45 with the win. They react to every game as if it is the Super Bowl. The Cubs fans have this NFL mentality. Like, it's very shitty that the Brewers lost. I'm upset. It's a bummer. You know, it was a nice night. They 
had uh, a clutch home run from Willie. Thank you. And then the Cubs win. And the problem is, too, is there's a lot more of them than there is us. I tweeted something about David Ross, you know, whatever. Cubs fans, all these bots. It's always like Rizzo Bryant 16. You know, it's all these, like, where are these? Who are these people? It's really pathetic. Austin, who I ran into at Summerfest in real life. Good to see you, buddy. Not just in real life, but here. And I do, you are taller than I thought you were. Yeah, I'm like 6'2". You're fucking tall, man. Yeah, I I showed that to my girlfriend, the tall drink of water comment. That was pretty funny. (laughs) The pictures, I'm really upset because we took pictures. Um, And I look fat from the sides. I know that. But this was like the first picture where I really looked fat from the front. The pictures that I have of us. I don't think the shirt did your favors, though, on that one. I don't think now the shirt is tough, uh, and I'm going to be wearing it again Thursday at Summerfest. So you were at the game on Tuesday? Yeah, yeah. So you and saw a shitty loss and another shitty loss tonight? Yeah. Um, dude, <clears throat> the Cubs fans, I just I just can't stand them. Um, to start with, I went to go to a urinal. Or not a urinal, porta potty, right? <clears throat> on my way out, so I didn't want to bring my beer in there like a normal person. I didn't want to bring it in the shitter, but I was taking a leak. But so some Cubs fans come and kick it over, and uh, I could hear them like laugh and say something like I was putting the hand sanitizer on. And like I walked out and I was like, "What is wrong with you, fucking people? I hate you so much." And then we get into the game, and we're sitting um, right field. Uh, outfield and half of it is just Cubs fans chanting like let's go Cubbies and cheering for everything so we um, we got all the Brewers fans to like match their energy but why is it that I just I cannot stand that fucking fan base dude well I I just tweeted this and I'm sure I'll wake up to like David Ross ball liquor 69 tomorrow on Twitter or threads, wherever you may be. That app sucks. I said, I don't mind losing to the Cubs. The problem is every time they beat us, they act like they knock us out of the playoffs. It's July 5th. And they I'm going to delete that and put just as much as we suck. Yeah, we both suck. It's like Milwaukee radio sports stations celebrating who had more ratings. You all have shit ratings. You just have the least of the shit. Hey, I was on 1250, like my old time slot, six to nine, five to nine on Wednesday. I know. I heard. I I caught some of that this morning. But if a tree falls in the forest, does it even make a sound? Although Doug called in. Doug from Racine called in. Oh, there you go. Nice. That was good. Um, You still have to find a way to get Notebook Mike to figure out that you do CBS sometimes. Yeah, I do. I need Notebook Mike back in my life in the worst way. <laughs> when he did that rap, was that incredible? Um, all right, to not get into the um, to the radio tangent that we could. Um, what do you think? Uh, what What do you think about Yelich nowadays? He's um, kind of making that that signing. 
He's looking pretty good, man. Well, we're getting Marlins Yelich, which is great. And that's what we signed, right? And then yeah. he and then there was this incredible may or may not have been sign stealing thing. And now he after he shattered the kneecap, whatever he did. I don't know. I we signed him. If he can play like this, like just hit fucking 280, man. It'd be we have a a rag list of players and somehow we're 46 and 41. Yeah. The no, lineups that they're putting out, like there was that inning that uh, Anderson got on, then it was Jones then it was Perkins and it was Monastero. Like these guys are complete nothings to us at the beginning of the season. I'm already getting people on Twitter. This guy told me to take a lap. You know, what's going to happen is I really, I'm not like, all I'm pointing out is Cubs fans treat every single win like it's a playoff ending win, and people are going to do – I I know I'm getting this tonight. Sorry, Bert. Cry more. You know, it's like what, – what, is this the same fucking shit no, all the time? I hear you. I get why you're fucking disgusted. I know exactly why you're disgusted with these people. They're trash. Everything about them is fucking trash, and they won that stupid World Series, and they think they're just – you know, sent from God. I fucking hate them so much. Ugh. I'm going to bring Cameron in here. Cameron's my Highbury buddy. Hi, guys. Cameron, Austin, Austin, Cameron. It's been a minute. What's up, man? How you been? I'm all right. Could be better, but I'm all right. Um, I lost all train of thought of why I wanted to come in here. Bitch about Cubs fans. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't like them. Um, I guess, long story short, I don't like them. Um, they're just, they just come off really shitty. And like you said, every time they win a game, they, they act like it's the end of the World Series and it's or end of, like knocking us out of the playoffs. But it's not. It's a regular season game, like calm the fuck down. I mean, calm the frick down. Um, too, I mean, too late. I mean, you swore. It, what are we going to do? It is what it is. Uh, there is one thing. It's very off topic. I want to ask you, but oh, sure. Um, okay, so last last week's episodes, you guys were talking about music, and it might have been like for thirty seconds. But this 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 question got in my mind immediately, and then seeing his Rolling Stone shirt also added to it. This might be like like a conversation that might either take thirty minutes or it might take two minutes. Well, I'm not doing this more than twenty. So no, that's no, that's completely okay. We'll see what we can do, Bart. We might keep you out here. I got, I got a, I got a, I got to pump up Milwaukee Pro Soccer for eleven hours tomorrow. I'm going to bed soon. That's okay. Um, it's for one concert. You get to bring back three dead musicians slash artists slash bands. Who are you bringing back? For one show that you get to see, who are you bringing back? Jesus. Yeah, it's a stinker. That's a, it can either go two minutes or a half an hour. It's it's a great question. Oh, I'm backwards. Uh, dead musicians I want to see come back. Like Dead Jim Morrison. If you want to say like John Lennon to see the Beatles, you can just say, outright say the Beatles. But it's, Okay. Jim Morrison, the Beatles, because that brings back George Harrison and... John Lennon. Okay. Jim Morrison and um uh probably Jimi Hendrix. There you go. 
some classic shit. I like it. I guess I'd like to see Hendrix play guitar. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. I never got to see. Uh, I had a few chances that I should have gone and seen Tom Petty when he was around. Okay, that might. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine would be the Cranberries. Um, I was just rocking to a Cranberry CD. I love that. <laughs> I love good. that so much. Maybe uh, Michael Jackson. Well, I mean, he's- yeah. he, he would put on a great show. You put on an amazing show. Um. It'd be, yeah, the Cranberries, Stevie Ray Vaughan, and then the uh, Highwaymen, which gets you Willie Nelson, Merle Haggard, Waylon Jennings, and Johnny Cash. So that knocks out those guys. All right, let me go through some comments here. Uh, maybe we'll catch up to this. Yeah. Uh, Jake says, Bart Threads is kind of ass so far. Yeah, and that, now everybody's, like, posting. The thing about this Threads app is everyone's – it's Google+, and everyone's posting, like, Oh, yeah, I guess I guess join me on Threads. If if we if we, if Threads takes off, and it's like it's like celebrities are like I guess join. If if Threads takes off, I'll find you if I want to find you. Okay, let's relax on the Threads. Uh, Bala says Brewer screwed my parlay. That's also the worst. Grant Owen Miller is closer to Billy McKinney than whatever the Brewers are trying to make him. Owen Miller. You what? I was just gonna bring. Are we off the Owen Miller train now? Because he's been terrible. Well, I, never, I never got on. He was. He's been awful for like the last guys month. He's been terrible. Owen Miller's like Nate Orf, only if Nate Orf went to high school with your sister's cousin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Oh, he's from here. Yay. If he was Craig Council's kid. Everyone would want him on the lineup. The yeah. legend that is Roosevelt McCarter says, "Let's focus on sweeping the." Effing series at American Family Field real bad. Clark, seriously, WTF is wrong with this team. Time for a major shakeup. Uh, wow. uh, Brewers had a major shakeup. They made like nine moves this morning. They're, a whole bunch of nobodies. Yeah, big yeah. coming up. There is no Dave no sends a dollar ninety-nine. Two back-to-back series that are big. To say stupid baseball. Aw. Basement Dave. Uh, Ken says, guys, let's talk about the most important topic, ranking the dumbest fucking shit in a pathetic attempt to get engagement. I don't know what's that is referencing, but I'm in. I, I, I'm, I've decided I'm team engagement now. I'm going to start aggregating. There you go. Uh, I will send the StreamYard link. And now I just tweeted, oh, Jesus, I'm a mess. Uh, Frank says, what's worse, Roddy Telez may not be back for his bobblehead day on Saturday, August 26th. That's fine. He sucks. Against the San Diego Padres. That's fine. That's okay. Oh, no. Rowdy says, shortest DL stint ever. Marshall 665 says, you didn't lose to the Cubs. A lot of numbers. This piece of shit probably cried his ass off when the Cubs won in 2016. God, He's trying to tell me that I can't say the word you. All right, Marshall. Eight five seven six three oh nine. You probably said my Cubs too. My Cubs. Yeah, he probably said we won. Yeah, we won. My Cubs won. Oh, he won. Ken wants to know my top days of the week. The good one. Here we go. Let's go. Go. Let's do it. I do like Friday. Saturday's top tier. What? Well, what about Sunday? No, uh, with a cup of coffee. On it, the- it depends on what 
what what time of the year? It yeah, is. are we in football season or what? Yeah. October but even on Sunday, first, even October if it's a football Sunday. Sunday with a hot cup of coffee. Well, that I love. Um, I love autumn coffee. But even if it's a Sunday in football season, as soon as I wake up, I'm counting down Monday. Although, why am I saying that? I don't really have a job. Although I did, I just did, I I just pushed it on CBS, man. You did. Well, yeah, yeah. Was a couple yeah. of good shows there for uh, it's a good what's, week. What's that, Cameron? You got you do have a job. You got to provide us with great with great content. That's a job. Yeah, being as much paid for it, but it's still a job. Well, what is money anyway? Money's a. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah. Stop money, while you're behind. Money's a construct. It is. It's just paper. It's just or coins. Well, unless we what? Hey, what 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 happened with uh, all the Bitcoin and Dogecoin? I don't know. Uh, Bitcoin's on the rise again. That's Tony right. in Texas was at the game tonight. Milwaukee, sitting behind someone who had a what was it? What did that hat say, Tony? Oh, I don't know if I can repeat it for the airs. Say what the hat said. What did it say? Uh, something about. I'll find it. Ball. I'll find it and I'll say it. Find find it, Bart. I forgot. I, I don't know. Even I was offended a little bit. What the hell's your Twitter, Tony? He sat behind a, a guy who wore a hat that said, "Show me that butthole." That's a great. <laughs> that is a great hat. At American Family Field. Yeah, Still you know, you like how I emphasize that part. American Family Field. Bullshit. Well, Hey, that's got to be the most heartbreaking loss I've been to in over a decade. Holy shit. Well, if it's a loss against any other team, that's fine. But you were with a bunch of fans who thought that they just beat the Cleveland Indians again in extra innings. You know, great point. I I was going to say the same thing. It's like we're not in a fucking World Series here, folks. These are two mediocre teams. One sucks more than the other. They just happen to find a way to win. A bloop single. And then that infield hit. The guy next to me was pissed about this. I agree with him. Why was the third baseman, why was Anderson so deep and on the other side of the field? Uh, I don't understand that. And they get a little infield single, and then another little flare to left field, and they lose the fucking game. Unbelievable. And then the air. They got to find a first baseman. I don't know where Richie Sexton is or something, but get us a first baseman. My God. Have we not had a decent first baseman since Prince? Yeah. And Prince sucked in the field, but at least he could bash, right? Rowdy's okay. This is Bart Winkler right hey, here. Go, Bart, here let's go. get an instant reaction out of Bart Winkler's show. Hey, What's there's... your name? Jason. Richie Sexton? We're talking about... No, we're talking to Bart Winkler about the Brewers game. Oh, I thought we were talking what about Richie Sexton again. What, what's your take on the Brewers game? Why do we lose this game? I'm so pretty right. Richie Sexton. Oh, I guess they don't... Dude, they, we're, they, we're, they, we're they, back they, they froze up, though. No, I we didn't see the end of the game. We left. This is the part of the show where we left talk. again. What happened? What happened? This is the part of the show where Tony gets We left early. Sorry, man. <laughs> we the lost bre- the game. The Brewers lost. We, we lost the game. All right. I'm sorry. We left early. All right. Oh, well. I thought I could add something there, Barty. Sorry. Wait, you didn't know them? No, I'm just sitting here at a bar. They Did they know the Brewers lost? No, we just filled them in right now. Mm. Um, Brewers starting first baseman since Prince Fielder for Chabby. opening day. Matt Gamble. Oh, Matt Gamble with one the, T. 
Two-time minor league MVP winner, Matt Gamble? Who has a name, Matt, with one T, Austin? One Alex, T, M-A-T. Alex Gonzalez, Lyle Sox. Overbay, Adam Lynn, Chris Carter, Eric Thames, Ryan Braun, Jesus Aguilar, Justin Smoke, Keston Hira. Did you know that this year, when the Brewers started Rowdy Telez on opening day, it was just the first time that a first baseman uh, started opening day for us in consecutive years since Prince Fielder back in 2010 and 11. Damn. Damn, indeed. I thought, Damn, indeed. Travis, you should come. Over Bay was good, wasn't he? Is he all right? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm going to go five wide here. I've got Austin, Cameron, Tony, and Corey in Cream City. Hello. How are hey, you Hey, what's doing? up, Corey? Corey, help me set up the chairs for context. True. The parade chairs. What's up? Not too much. Huh? You were great this week on uh, DA and Rider Than You. Oh, thanks, bud. What? Yeah. Bart was talking about his favorite colors. How is, that was, was awesome. Yeah, the conspiracy I, I theory of the, the colors. I was going to call in Bart and say green is my favorite color, Bart. Green's a pretty good color. Yes, yeah. Tony. Let's rank our favorite colors. It was yeah, inspiring. favorite colors. It, of course, we knew Bart was going to say he hates purple. We knew that was coming. Purple's, purple. Purple's great. Fuck yellow. Yeah, well, I'm wearing yellow. <laughs> so is Tony. And yeah. then Bart's breaking down to Sacramento Kings. Oh, great. It was like Sacramento King talk. It's a national the- show. We, we were out in Sacramento at that time. You got to play. Just, the, you got to know your audience. Are you guys, you guys care about the new Kings uniforms? No, they look the same. Corey, what's up? Uh, not too much. Yesterday, uh, Brewers blew it in grand fashion. And then today I turned on, I didn't really watch yesterday, but I turned on the game today, saw the entire thing. And then, train wreck there um i think i'm more mad though about yesterday i think when you're at home and you've got uh and you're going to extra innings i think you play you you bought the first guy 
I think you just do yeah. that. Yeah. Like, if you're at home. If you're at home. Well, statistically yeah. speaking, it's not good. But, um, I mean, Devin Williams is, I don't know. I, I thought he was okay. But tonight was just maybe not his night. But that was some bad luck, Corey. Corey, yeah. that was some bad luck. Yeah. And, and you, you guys covered this already. When, when Cubs fans come up to town, it is like they just won game seven of the World Series, no matter what day of the year it is. The only good thing that they bring up here is they stimulate the local economy. That's about it. <clears throat> yeah, and who cares about fucking that? Because we do that anyways if they don't come up. So Yeah, true. Fucking Cubs. Yeah. Yeah, but do we ever, like, notice? They, we um, always talk about stimulating the economy. Like, this is bringing in millions of dollars. It's not like I have more money. Well, I know, I know yeah. we do pay parking is like five bucks more at AmFam when the Cubs are in town. Yeah, it's also 40 bucks on a weekend now if you go preferred. Yeah. Like an old gimp like me. I went, I went preferred on Tuesday. I think we, hey, go preferred. We, looked, we had these in advance. We looked for, um, we wanted to take a second car because we had too much shit. It was $83 to get it on StubHub for a preferred parking pass. So we said, fuck it. And we all packed into the Jeep. Wow. And uh, yeah, we were crammed in there like a clown. A $40 pass is on StubHub for $83? Yeah. Jesus, for parking. Tony, what you were going to say? I was going to say, Bart, this Cubs Brewer crowd at the Milwaukee Stadium is so weird. They show A.J. Dillon in the crowd, and Cubs fans are cheering. So there's obviously Packer fans that are Cubs fans, a bunch of Ryan Horvats running yeah, around. It, it's sure. fucking weird to me. It's weird. Oh, there's there's definitely a Venn diagram that, that's happening between these groups of fans. You know, it, well, it just because it, my it, grandpa liked the Cubbies. Exactly. How do you raise it, your it's just kids based to be upon a... family history? Cubs are my first favorite team, but then the Brewers well, and them switched leagues, so right. you had to make a pick. And I picked I picked the Brewers. Why wouldn't I? It's a good reason. Thank well, you. Yeah. It's just uh, Jake, are you here? I'm going to go stick box for a minute. Jake? I'm here, boys. What's up? Um, so I'm fascinated by this Damian Lillard thing. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. We finally talked in Brewers. Wait, what happened with the Brewers? Uh, they lost. Uh, Devin Williams blew a save. Oh, damn. That's too bad. Anyways, um, yeah. <laughs> Damian Lillard. We're not. We're not talking Dame. Well, okay. I'll. I'll keep it local then. We're doing the whole uh, nepotism thing with Brooke fucking Lopez. This is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Oh, Robin. Robin can't play. Why are we giving away a roster spot? So now that's two roster spots to guys that aren't NBA. I don't know. The could go to Greece. He didn't sign yet. Yeah, but you know he will. And if he doesn't, then they'll give another one of Giannis's scrub brothers a roster spot. I don't know. Maybe it, the Nassas could get a bag, though, in Greece. Yeah, but does he need a bag? Because whatever is Giannis's money is his money. Like, that's how Giannis is. I guess. I just think it's Are... bizarre that, like, like, I get it for Giannis, but for 35-year-old Brooke Lopez, we're going to have another guy that can't play on the team? That's no, very weird to me. Aren't we running out of... Aren't not we? Not Aren't enough. they running out of fucking money? To no, we we don't let don't let Marcus. Well, I'll say we when we win, but I'm not I'm not gonna say we when it's involved in money. Aren't the Bucks like 
they paid a shit ton, right? As Jake was saying. So now they're like running out of. There's not a lot well, of cap. The thing is, they, they have to get rid of some cap space now in order to sign a last roster spot. Like otherwise, they'll be over the second tax apron. So there's yeah. probably going to be a trade at some point to clear a little bit of salary. Speaking of uh, not the Bucks, I'd like to see so that's the Brewers. When are we bringing Keston Hira back up? Totally independent thought of mine. When are we bringing Paige Sporanic back? You're hot after she's the first baseman. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Keston Hira's on the on the Brewers again? No, when? We got to bring him up. He's in AAA. I thought they got rid of him. Last time yeah, but then nobody signed him, so he went back to Nashville. Oh, well, I guess that makes sense. It is 14th home run today. Yeah, he's beasting. Yeah. All right, that's all I'm going to do today. I don't know. I'm going to go to bed. Do you guys want one more parting shot per guy? Yeah. Yes. Austin. Um, the Brewers should bring up Kesson Hero while Roddy's down and keep him up here for a month and just see what happens. Cameron. Top three musicians, go. You did that already. Tony. <laughs> all right. Adrian Griffin threw out the first pitch. Paige Sporanic had a better first pitch. That scares me. And I would never want to be in a different place than Wisconsin in the summer. It's the best fucking place to be in July. I love it. Talk to How you long are you here? Uh, I'm leaving Friday, Bart. Leaving Friday. You going to Summerfest tomorrow? I, I might stop by. You going to be down there? Yeah, I'm at the pro soccer booth. Okay, maybe we'll maybe It's we'll right be. by the Miller Light stage. What days are you working that, Bart? Just, just tomorrow? Tomorrow all day, Friday afternoon. Yeah. Corey. I will see you tomorrow. Uh, you get done at 10. You should go right over to Dinosaur Jr. They're going to be fantastic. Uh, dead musician, um, let's say Bob Marley, but only his like very early stuff. Good Ooh. answer. Uh, hot take, Jake. I will say what Damian Lillard had for breakfast is more interesting than any Brewers game. Oh, come on, Jake. <laughs> it's fucking baseball. Who gives a shit? Well, I'm Dude, not I'm Damian on. Lillard. I'm Damian Lillard out. I talk about that motherfucker every day. The guy's like the third so best. He's not even the best trailblazer ever. And he's still more interesting than the Brewers. Who is? Clyde. <laughs> Greg Oden. Sam Bowie. Oh, yep. Clyde Drexler. Yeah. I'd rather watch Joe Greg Prisbella. Oden and Sam Bowie play baseball than actual baseball players play baseball. It'd be more mm-hmm. entertaining. Guys, I am going to uh, wrap this up, but not without saying that you guys are all aware of happyplacehemp.com, promo code BART for 25% off, right? You're all aware of this? And they cut their prices. I heard a thing where they dropped the prices. They dropped their prices. Yeah, their prices are. Back on to you. The prices are lower than the Brewers' batting average. Jesus Christ. Hey. Promo code is BART, 25% off. Heavyplacehemp.com. All right. If this is the audio, I'm going to go into a talk I had with Tim Shea earlier. If this is the video, do explore my great channel. I don't know if you've ever seen, but I talked to Clay Thompson once. Uh, you can go check that out. And Cody Rhodes. Bart. Cody hey, Rhodes. Bart. What? Our what? Southern Charm guys are in Milwaukee or, or uh, in Wisconsin. How did you miss them? I know. How awesome would that have been? I, I might have been starstruck a little bit. I, that would have been your buddy Austin. Yeah. Shep, Craig, the whole crew. Shep was Shep was cooked. Oh yeah. Sounds like they're loving it here though. <clears throat> All right, team. See you later.
Talking some brewers with Tim Shea, everybody. Tim Shea, how you been, Tim Shea? Bart, I feel like it's been months since I've talked to you on this lovely show. You uh, texted me from the game on Tuesday. Ugh. You said, Mia and Ken. <laughs> yes, so I would not forget. Yeah. And I did not. Well, I just reminded you. I know. Who's Mia and Ken? Mia and Ken are uh, longtime listeners. They listen to you every morning. And uh, Ken came up to me at the Brewer game. He's like, are you Tim Shea from the Bart Winkler show? <laughs> and I'm like, yes. He's like, I knew it. I knew that voice. So, so You got voice recognized? Uh, apparently, yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. Good so, for you. Thank you to Mia and Ken, who are probably listening right now. Were they sitting by you or what? Yeah, well, we went to the, so we had, like, we had the cheap seats. So we went to the Miller Lite landing area because that's open to the public this year. You don't have to have a ticket. So we went there, hung out there for, you know, five, six innings, and then went to a different area and sat and uh, watched the end of the game there. How crowded was that? Because maybe if I do this game, I'll just say everybody get there on your by yourself and meet in the thing. So, um, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. Now there are some select games. So I was at the game Monday as well. Um, there are some select games where they do have tickets. You do have to have a ticket, and Monday oh. was one of them. So, and from so what it like they can sell it. Then they sell it. Well, and from what I've heard, it's like it it's it's the it's Miller who has it. Oh, so if they like have an event or something with people, then they use it. That's the only reason or way. Now I'm sure if the Brewers make the playoffs, then that will be a ticketed area in the mm. ballpark. But yes, I would say I would I would uh, I would say you know meet in the Miller Light deck. And, if, and then if it's if it, if you got to use tickets that day, then say meet out of two thirty four. Yeah, well, I still have to figure out if I'm putting that together or what I'm doing. But yeah, come on, Bart. It sounds like that sounds like a me job. Yeah, since I will be getting you a float next year in the fourth in some Fourth of July parade. The Bart don't make it Shorewood float. I won't. Although I did see uh, your crew. Yeah, my the morning Alex. Yeah, the morning. I don't. I've never met them, but I also saw Tim Van Voren, and I gave him a hello. Oh, nice from Fox Six. Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. He was in the he was in the Shorewood Parade, which only was thirty one minutes, dude. Wow, the Whitefish Bay Parade goes like an hour and ten. Yeah, Shorewood residents were a little upset. We were we were wanting more. You should have seen my kid, like. My kid was almost in the parade, a.k.a. my kid was almost hit by several cars because he was just darting. I didn't even know he had this in him, but he was darting into the middle of the street for candy. There you go. It's it's a free-for-all when it comes to candy for, for like, I mean, parades. He was, so. he was, like, wrestling with kids. Nice. Little dude. Good. Good for him. Tell him to, you know, box out. It's that boxing out mentality, so... Good for yeah, him. I, I thought I, I find that it's like, it's like the first thing he's ever done where I kind of saw a potential athlete in him. I'm pretty excited. 
That is awesome. All right, so the Brewers and the Cubs are in the midst of a series here. Yeah. And um, I heard that you called Tim Allen the other night. Oh, I was loaded. <laughs> Could he tell? Yes. You know, I was going to call right after that. You should have. But because I wanted to talk to Orlowski about um, – the yeah, Southern cool. Charm guys were there on Monday. Okay. So Shep and Craig and Austin and, yeah. you know, this show that I like on Bravo. They were there and they were getting hammered. Shep's like older than us and he's way more drunk all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they were there and they were like making it their playground. And I was going to talk to Pipe Bomb about that because he's a Southern Charm guy. Tony in Texas also being one. Tony in Texas, who's here in Wisconsin, he's actually going to the game Wednesday. Hmm. Yesterday. Today, whatever. I mean, Today, whatever. All right. No one cares. So okay. you were, uh, how, how was the, because I don't feel like, I feel like the Wrigley North thing was a thing and then it went away, but it sounds like over it's- the 4th of July weekend, it became a thing again. Yeah, it definitely became a thing Monday. Tuesday was a little less. Monday, I mean, I I might I I might be stretching it and saying it was like 70 to 30, but it could have been 70 to 30. 70 Cubs 70% Brewers. Cub fans to 30% Brewer fans. So, I don't know. This time of the year, I don't have a problem with it because they're not here to watch the Cubs. They're here on 4th of July vacation, and they're yes. like, oh, shit, we should go see the Cubs. And we'd only play them twice now, so the next time they come into town after this is, like, October 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, the last three games of this season. So Yeah, they won't be here for that. No, but it is a weekend. Unless they, like, catch a game on the way back from Door County. Yeah. Because these are people that were in, like, Lake Geneva for a week, and they're like, Oh, you know what? On Monday would be real nice if we went to the Brewers Cubs game. We can make it Wrigley North again, like we used to when we were good. Oh, did they ever on Monday? I can tell you that. However, when the Brewers did score their runs and and the comeback win on on Monday, the Brewer fans were loud. But that's because the Cub fans were making them loud. Yeah, you, you really know. saw uh, two opposite games Monday. Bart, you could have been the third base coach on Tuesday. Well, I uh, think that is, yes. you guys all wanted to be gone, and uh, it just—I uh, think you learned it's a little bit harder of a job than uh, than anticipated. You can't just—you can't just take the guy over from for her first and replace good old Eddie. You got—you got. There's a lot that goes into it. I—I I chart outfielders. I—I I, uh, found Hank, and you guys just throw me out because uh, Jonathan Viard didn't heed my advice once and got got thrown out at home. Now, now. You guys are all riding aboard the uh, the lane train, and and now it came and cost you. So uh, take take that one. Uh, I would never say that. I I love you guys all too much, but but it is just you know I I I, I just think that you got to be careful what you wish for. I hear people on the radio defending like one of them, or defending the other one in the tenth and eleventh. They were both bad. Like go back and rewind it. They were both. Awful, awful decisions and offensive plays for the Brewers. Like they, they were out by miles, both of them. So I, I don't see where where people are getting this. Well, I, you know, I'll defend the one in the tenth, but the one in the eleventh, 
they're both awful. So that's my take on well, it. Well, then the picture was going around that he didn't actually tag Miller. He tagged them. But the ball the ball was not in the glove. Yeah. Is that real? You can't touch a guy with a glove if your ball's in your other hand? I guess. I don't know. You have to take him with the ball. I guess we're going to have to open the official rule book. Because guys will throw their glove with the ball in it and touch them. In so. it to first base, yeah, yeah. Baseball's... I don't know. I'd have to look at the official ruling. Well, the official that's rules, but... Twitter seemed to say. And, what was so David Ross was bitching, and David Ross, like any normal manager uh, that has job security, went and swore 15 different times in 10 seconds, like a real, like a real, like that made him cool. That That's why I like doing the podcast, because I can be cool by swearing. Swearing's cool. I mean, if you, if you don't think you're cool, like with your group of friends, if you're just standing around with your group of friends, if you're like a kid and don't know if you're cool or not, and want to win their favor, just be like, hey, guys, guys, fuck. And they'll be like, oh, dude, you're the best. And so David Ross is like, that's fucking bullshit. And everyone's like, yeah, what a great manager. What a great guy, even though their team stinks and really have stunk in his entire tenure and was not the right hire. And everyone knew it. And he'll probably be fired at some point. But he was bitching about the roof. What happened with the roof? You were yeah, there. They, I, I, they started closing it like in the middle of play, which I will give him some leeway on that. Like, that's a little bush league on the Brewers. Didn't rain. Was sunny the entire time. Um, what time did the? Okay, what time? Well, okay. All I will say is that when walking to the parade, the Shorewood Parade, at two forty-five, it started to rain. Really? Yeah, it was. Beautiful sunny skies. There was rain in the forecast, and it started to rain. Hmm. Didn't rain at all at the park. I mean, it was sunny all game. Now, I don't know enough about the instance because I did not see that portion of the game. I was having fun. The Brewers were batting. They started closing the roof. But maybe, like, here's what I'll argue on the Brewers' behalf. If you had enough foresight to build a roof, don't you get to manipulate it however you want? I think I think there are rules with a roof in Major League Baseball. Like you can't close it during like I thought I thought it had to be you could start closing at the top of any inning unless there was a threat of like severe rain because that's happened before where they've done it you know, at, at the end of a half. Doing it during the play seems a little... I, I, yeah. I don't think I've seen it ever during the... during. But like, how long does it take? And the thing is, they closed it. It takes 10 minutes. They started Well, then you it. can't do it between innings because it's only 2.30. Well, you can start. As long as you're starting... Well, they got to put hydraulics on that roof to catch up with Manfred's pace of play. But here's the kicker. They didn't close it all the way. They went about halfway on each side. And then they fully closed it like an inning later. Well, that seems like maybe Ross has a point. He does. I see. I think a lot of people <laughs> need to understand that point is that like they closed it halfway to get all the shadows out. Well, they shouldn't be doing that. I know. I, that's why I. That's why I was shocked. And the umpires let it go. Well, what are they going to do? Give us a strike? I, I don't know. 
stop the game until it's fully closed. But then that ruins pace of play. No. Figure that's it out. The, that's the whole thing, man. I just I, I see David Ross's point. I actually do. Because you can't close it in the middle of an at-bat. Like the middle of an at-bat, and I'm like, oh, the roof is closing. That's a little strange. Yeah. Never rained, too, at all. It was Remember sunny. When, uh, but I think what, what people were mad about is that Cubs rain delay from. Oh, yes. 2017. 20, 2017, 2018. 17. Um, I, have, I have a Q&A. Okay. With counsel. I was on the way to the game. <laughs> to the one that got rained out? Yes. We were like past Great America. We were just making the turn from like you could either go towards O'Hare or go towards downtown. You know, stay on 94 or go 294. We had just made the turn and we got the update that the game was canceled. But it was a beautiful day. It was sunnier than sunny. And the Cubs had they had bullpen issues. Yep. And it was a giveaway day, and they decided what we thought was that they called the game off to massage their bullpen a little bit. And then we went – so I went back to that makeup game because they played a one-game series down there, and the Brewers beat them like 10-2. to two. Yes. Do you know that I also was at that game? Really? Yeah, I went down there and covered it. Okay. And I did actually – Talk to Craig Council during that game. Beforehand, that I came down there to ask about the rain delay. Okay, and I think I have the audio if you want to oh, hear it. Awesome, sure, why not? I don't know how like young I sound. Well, hello, Mister Council. Uh, can I have a moment of your time? <laughs> yeah, I'm such a pussy down there. All right, I think this is like two minutes. All right. This will count as the Carl's Place voicemail for the day. Nice. Carl's Place. Carl of ET.com. Did I tell you? Backslash Bart. He goes, we're getting a lot of recommendations from you. And I'm like, people are buying simulators. That's awesome. He goes, oh, I didn't say that. We're getting a lot of people that are looking for jobs that have heard about us through your show. Uh, that's awesome. This is from the rain delay one game series. Uh, July 6th, a year ago. No, six years ago. I mean, years ago, six years ago today. We were both at this game. Wow. Who would have known? And six years later, they play the Cubs again. Maybe we'll get a rain delay. Sometimes in other sports, you see people and the athletes can go to that next gear, the next level, a revenge game, a big game. Can you do that in baseball? Um, look, I mean, this is. So, did you see what I did? Oh, yeah. I didn't necessarily ask. Yeah. Because he would say, no. He would say, we don't give a shit, Bart, if yeah. that is your name. I've never cared to learn it. <laughs> So here's Craig's answer. Can you have a revenge game in baseball? 
This is a big game because it's a, a team in our division. You know that that's that's the that's the reason it's a big game. All these games against the Cubs are, are going to be big because um, we're, we're close in the standings, and then they're important games in that regard. Um, your your question about um, is kind of the age old question about how a baseball season worked over 162 games, and you know I think there is a there is a steadier pace to the baseball season that players really have to play with almost 162 games is it's so different than 16 games, which I think the, um, the, the, a lot of sports fans want to equate it to a football season. And it's, and I think we all understand that it's, that'd be really hard to play at that kind of intensity for 146 more games for a football player too. Um, so there is a different pace to it, but I think, look, there's always games, and I and I really think fans, like you said, create a lot of this energy. There is games that fans, the stadium creates a lot of energy, and I think players on both sides always always respond to that. I think there's always a response to that from the players. That's um, as much as anything. I think what players can feed off is is they feed off energy in the stands. If there'd be one game like that to equate to a football season, it would be one game. It's a one game series against it. Yeah, it's it's a different it's a, it's a it's a different series, but the problem is is that it is one game on the schedule. So it's it's certainly I think it has a chance to uh, um, be that game where there's great energy in the stands, but uh, we also have to understand that we got to play tomorrow. And then we have to manage like we're going to play tomorrow. How about me? How about it? That was a good question, good answer. Yeah, why didn't I ask more questions? I know. Were you like after? Were you like, thank you, Mister Council, thank you. Now, in sad news, I will play this clip, but um, the, Craig shut down our guy Hunter the other day. What happened? I, you know, I go. I don't. I didn't go at the Bar Winkler show. We are immense fans of Hunter Baumgart, HB Four producer of the drew and kb show and also uh with tim allen on his show and really i think he works how many days a year are there 365 i think the game has him work 400 days out of the year <laughs> yep. days with devin and Yoel not available today what do you think so he just asked us devin not available and craig gave him the what do you think that's the fear. That's the fear in asking questions that you're going to get shut down. I would have shot back at him. I said, I think, yeah, he should have been available. <laughs> I, I, if I was Hunter, I would have said, you know, I I'm, I'm, I'm thought you might say that. Bart Winkler actually asked this great question six years ago about if you get up <laughs> for certain games. And this could have been one of those games, Craig, where you should have used Devin Williams. So that's what I would have done. Fair. But maybe fair enough. Um, so what's the rest of your week look like? You've had off a few days. I had off a few days. I go back, work two more days, and then I get two more days off for the weekend. So dude, I don't know how we like I was up at I was on the road at 3 30 on Wednesday. Yeah. Because I did the DA show. Yeah. Um fuck. That's like I used to get I used to get to the station. I I told my wife, she's like. Cause I set my alarm in the three thirties and she goes, you're getting up in the threes. Cause I used to do a show at six. I would get up at five 15, roll out of bed, speed to work, sit down at five 50, do a show. 
I go, well, yeah, this is a national show. And she's like, oh, instead of the other Milwaukee show that had your name on it that you apparently didn't give a fuck about. <laughs> I was like, well, you put it that way. Maybe I should have wow. got it. Yeah, see? It's awful. Yeah, I, I was debating whether to do it or not. And we had stuff going on. And I'm like, you know what? I think I've been here long enough. I think I've gotten up for the last nine weeks every Monday through Friday at 1.15 where I should take the day off. Now are you gonna now your whole schedule is gonna be reset? Your whole body doesn't know. Yeah, the weird part is since I'm so used to getting up, like I would wake up at like three, you know, and be like, all right, now what? So I think I'll be fine. Hmm. I think I'll really be fine. Come. Well, you had a good fourth Thursday morning. Had a yeah, I had a great fourth. Had a great fourth. So nothing, nothing too crazy. Saw some fireworks. Did you see fireworks? No, you not like fireworks. I know you hate them actually. Well, I like like if you're gonna go down to your local village park and watch fireworks on the Fourth of July, I think that's a nice community thing. But if you're going to spend money on fireworks and blow them up the rest of the summer. I just don't think you have the right to complain about the cost of anything else the rest of the year. There is no bigger waste of money than fireworks to me. There's no bigger waste. Okay. Some of these people (laughs) that spend money on fireworks, if they had all that money that they ever spent back, I mean, they, they'd, they'd be on, they'd be living on Lake drive right now with all the money they've blown on these bottle rockets lake drive everybody <laughs> you're on there right now yeah oh shit come say hi uh i'm in i'm in the the the, the good half of lake drive whitefish oh Bay. and i'm not i'm not i live on i do not live on lake drive please yes you yes bart come on bart no i don't <laughs> my house is built in like 1820 i can tell by that grand piano I do have a grand piano in my house, and it is always light. If you ever check us out on the Dan Shaney YouTube stream, my living room is always light. I have a grand piano. No one ever walks behind me. The couch pillows are always in the same spot. The shelf's never been touched, and I have a green glow around my head. How about the Brewers uh, being in second place now, too? Yeah, I watched, the, I watched the Reds game on the July 4th. They're, uh, they're loaded. Yeah, it sounds. It seems like it's. This is going to be a two-team race here down down the stretch. So, well, when do we play those knuckleheads? The, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then the following Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We play them six times. We play the Reds the this all- weekend. This weekend, and then the All Star break, and then they, we play. We go down there again. Oh yeah! For some reason, I thought we played the Pirates again. No, we play them later. Mm. But. We're we're done. We're done with the Reds in Cincinnati after next week. So again, we're done with, with like half our divisions soon. So. Well, we we play them seven less times a team. Yeah, I don't know if I like this. Um, I think you do. I do, but I just rather I would rather play teams in our division. Well, yeah, I guess come September it's going to be like you can't catch ground on these teams if you don't play them anymore. 
So <laughs> when they change it up, Cardinals think, seven times in September. I know. When uh, well, hopefully they're really bad because they're really really bad now. Well, so let's just keep it that way. Like when they okay, so next year they'll. Ooh, do we have a peacock game. Yeah, we do. Oh, that's awesome! In September, noon, noon start. Noon start, Peacock. Is there a Packer game that day? September 3rd. No, that's the nope. preseason weekend. That's yep. Badgers play, though. Yep. That's Saturday. Oh, yeah. Duh. Um, So, they'll, next year, they'll, you know, reverse everything. So, if we played in – Oakland played here, so we'll go play in Oakland next year, I'm guessing. So, after that, are you just keep on – are you rotating? Or – do you change it up to be like, all right, you're only going to play the Cubs twice this year. Once there, once here. And you might play the Yankees like three series. Why would they do that? I'm just saying. What kind like, of idea is that? Are we going to get Stupid. sick of it? Like being like, all right, well, now what? Now what are we going to do? No, Tim, this? what's going to happen is they are going to blow up the NL and AL. And just have baseball? They'll do an East and West, I think. Okay. After they expand two more teams. What about North and South? <laughs> the North will win again. We already got enough of that going on. All right, all right. <laughs> all right, Tim. Well, I love you. Yeah, let's uh, let's go to a brewer game soon. Yeah, I'll, we'll start, I'll start. August 23rd. I know. I'll start planning your party. Who do we play that day? The Twins? Yeah. Yeah, figure out about that Miller Lite situation. I'll go. Yeah, I'll ask the Brewers if it's open to the public that day. I ain't because I ain't buying tickets. I, I no. one day I thought I might, and I just decided fuck it. Just have everybody show up. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I'm not. This isn't Bill Michaels affiliate day. I can't afford that. Shit. Hey, if you're watching uh, Morning News tomorrow, make sure you turn on the CBS Morning News on Thursday. Well, I guess it will. You know, this is already going. So uh, the Brewers are coming to the station. The sausages. Celebrating 30 years of racing around the track. Oh, wow. Yep. So, my old friends are coming to the station. Oh, yeah. World's colliding. Uh, if you are listening, let me throw this plug out. Grant Bills will be on air in Milwaukee. He is filling in for Bill Michaels. So, you'll be able to hear him in a Milwaukee radio. Holy um, cow. When? Friday on the Big 920. All right. So I'll have to tune in. Mm-hmm. And also come see me at Summerfest on Thursday, anytime between 11 a.m. until 10 p.m. And come see me on at Summerfest on Saturday. I'll just be walking around. <laughs> Tim, I got to work an 11-hour shift. Yeah, that sounds um, fun. You'll have fun. I think a four-hour shift is too long. Oh, jeez. All right. You want you, you should do a live, a live show from there. Yeah, I don't know. I thought about it. I did run into Austin. Austin, we met him. Okay. Where? He came to my booth. Oh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. So. Young Young Gravy's performing again. If you want to get it, oh boy, yes. You know who's a big Young Gravy fan? I, I heard. I heard. Okay. Paul Emig told me. Kevin Holden, huge Young Gravy fan. 
Like he he knew Young Gravy before Young Gravy was Young Gravy. I don't even get it. He went to a show in Madison like three years ago. All right. At like the Coliseum or something. Tickets for five bucks. <laughs> well, you can watch them free with admission on Thursday. I know. I know. And there's going to be kids that get there at like noon. I'm like, didn't he just perform on like the Miller stage? Yeah. So. All right, Bart. Well, this has been fun. Great to see you, Timothy. Go Brewers. I still think they're going to make the playoffs. Oh, yeah. And then he said that. And then we made fun of you. No, we didn't. Yeah. Bye, Tim. Got by. Go, Pat. Go. Would you trade Jackson Churio for Shohei Otani? The great Tim Shea joining us. What a guy. Um, all right. The next thing is going to be the conspiracy that we set up. This is audio from the DA show, but I'll throw it on here. Why not? I liked it. It was good. I thought to uh, be doing the DA show, you know, I just didn't want to talk all sports like nuts and bolts. It's a morning show. They're weird, wacky, zany. And I had some good guys to talk to. So we decided that the hot dog contest was a conspiracy. And they used the weather as a uh, chance to make Joey Chestnut look better than he really was. So do check that out. Hey, uh, I want to remind you about my good, good buddies at Omaha Steaks. They have got a brand new package for you. My wife, remember, I have lost grilling privileges, but my wife just grilled some of the chicken on Wednesday night. Very, very good. Now they have the hotter than fire deal at Omaha Steaks. Your chance to get four of their famous fork tender filet mignons, four air-chilled boneless chicken breasts, that's what we ate tonight, four boneless pork chops, four burgers, four jumbo franks, and more, just $99.99. Plus, you get 12 free burgers on top of that. Check it out. Type in BART in the search bar, omahasteaks.com. This from the DA Show, and then we'll have a new episode on Monday. Uh, Probably go live after the All-Star Game next week and maybe a summer league game or two i'll 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 keep you guys posted on the schedule okay all right have a good one see you but it's the hot dog eating contest that that's taken over july 4th it's the hot dog eating contest or should we say in the spirit of this show the friend of the show is badlands booker he won his third straight lemonade chugging contest yesterday so congratulations to badlands booker for three straight and he gets a belt now to show it, so a friend of a friend is a friend, and congratulations to Badlands. Joey Chestnut won the hot dog eating contest, and I don't think that that was a surprise to anybody. He uh, was well under the under, okay? He was well under the over-under. The over-under was set at, I think, 73 and a half. The record 76, and he only put down 62. For a while, if you were somebody, the odds were so monumental on him, it was like minus 5,000. There was somebody at DraftKings that got him for minus 4000 Bet $2,000 on him to win $50. So, hey, it's, I mean, it's the easiest 50 bucks you'll ever make. But also, uh, what if you lost? What if, what, if he, what if he couldn't handle the rain delay? What if it was like a starting pitcher who, you know, was prepared all day for an 11 o'clock start and then it happened at 2.30 and he couldn't get it done? 
you're t- you're taking some risk there, betting two thousand dollars on anything. The whole thing, though, the whole setup, just seemed kind of fishy. And I don't know. I know the backstory on this show is that he had an appearance and it did not go well, and the whole crew kind of roots against Joey. Uh, and and I and I respect that. And even coming from a scenario like not even coming from that from that situation, not not seeing that go down live. I just think the whole thing seemed a little staged yesterday. The whole the whole thing I just, I don't know. I'm not like I'm not like X Files man question everything guy. But the whole thing seemed a little fishy. As if they needed to build some drama back into this event. There's no drama. There's no drama. I jokingly asked um yesterday, I was in for Bill Ryder, writer than you, coming up on many of these fine affiliates and the Odyssey app free to download free to listen to, but I jokingly asked, like, would the hot dog competition be better or are we, are we like tired of the dominance? And somebody responded real. I was kind of joking, but maybe I wasn't. Someone responded, well, wasn't it great to see tiger dominate golf for all those years? And, and I think that was a great way to look at it, but there's no drama. Any, well, what's the drama in the hot dog eating contest? Hey, we're just going to watch a guy for 10 minutes eat a bunch. I mean, is that really fun? And like it is gross. Is that really fun? We need some sort of drama. It seems like like Kobayashi, I don't know why Major League Eating, this is the company in charge of the hot dog eating contest. They they had a falling out with Kobayashi. Kobayashi said something to the extent of that's who used to challenge Joey all the time and they had great back and forths. He said something to the extent of they want to control me. I'm not going to let them control me. Why, how do you not make sure that you get some competition for Joey? So already it seems like this is set up for Joey Chestnut's coronation because you can't find anybody else in this world. How can you find people? How can you find eight people every year that are going to just eat like ten to fifteen less than Joey? I mean, I'm I'm starting to think, guys, and I'm just spitballing here. I'm starting to think maybe the whole thing's fixed. You're telling me not one of those guys, like, well, not one of those guys could eat 62 hot dogs yesterday. He's been beaten. <laughs> he's been beaten before, and we never heard from that guy again. Where is he? Is he alive? Yeah. I'm not. I'm just spitballing, EJ. No, I mean, look, I've been asking those same questions, and it, maybe it's not so much those competitors and whether or not they could eat more than 62 hot dogs. I just find it unbelievable that they can't find anybody else who can eat 62 hot dogs. Like, we had the conversation earlier about guys in the NBA and, you know, could the N1 guys play in the NBA or could someone, a regular person, score five points in an NBA game? Like, this feels like something where I don't think all of the absolute best hot dog eaters are at the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. I think that there is (laughs) uh, an N1 mixtape caliber of people out there that actually probably could compete in the hot dog eating contest and challenge Joey Chestnut. I don't think we're seeing America's best. This is like, as a soccer guy, this is what we say all the time when when people ask, how can a country of 365 million people lose to a country of 2 million people? And then we say, well, you know, our best athletes are not playing soccer. They're playing football. They're playing basketball. So maybe our best hot dog eaters are not eating hot dogs. Maybe they're playing baseball. Maybe, Maybe Mike Trout could be the greatest hot dog eater of our time. But he got he got sucked into a world of baseball and he can't get out. I'm not saying there's a conspiracy. I'm just saying 
that if Congress is going to want to investigate and do a deep dive on this live PGA merger, we should at least look into a little bit what's going on with major league eating and the Joey Chestnut era of dominance. And no, I, I, I will, I will argue against him being one of the greatest athletes of all time. I would push back on that as that's the popular question to ask, where does his dynasty rank? Where does it rank? I don't know that this is on the up and up. And I don't think yesterday's festivities either. That whole thing seemed weird. So they they have all these competitions in the morning. Uh, the whole thing's in the morning. They have all these competitions. The women are able to eat their hot dogs, the favorite one there as well. And then there's lightning delay. There's a lightning delay in the area. So they suspended for a little bit. All right. That's fine. Uh, ESPN2 is going to broadcast this thing. They had nothing else to show the rest of the day. They're going to broadcast this thing. And then we find out that it was canceled. They canceled it. To set up a hot dog eating contest is pretty easy. You need a table and you need the hot dogs. That's it. You You don't need a 100 by 80 yard football field. You don't need you don't need basketball hoops. You don't need you don't need a court. You don't you don't you could do it anywhere. It's not like oh th- this this uh, game got canceled at Lambeau Field. Let's go play at the city park. No one's going to do that. You you just need to move your table somewhere. And if it's raining outside or if there's lightning outside, then you have it inside. They've done it before. You can do this. You can still there was there was no reason why they needed to cancel the hot dog eating contest. And I don't know that they really officially did. Because then what you got, and credit the guy who uh took the picture. I already forgot his name. Uh he's on Twitter. Everybody was tweeting him. Kenneth Heasley yesterday. Credit this hero. He takes this picture, and I mean in a good way, he was right place, right time. He takes this picture of Joey Chestnut. And the picture tells a thousand words. It really does. So he tweets this out at what time is this yesterday? At about 1214 yesterday. And it's a picture of Joey Chestnut walking through Coney Island where the rain is still on the ground, but it has subsided. And there's some security guards behind him and some other fans and spectators. And Kenneth tweets, hear me out. I'm not saying the contest is going to happen, but... At Joey Jaws just came out and said, I and I quote, I'm gonna get the rest of the guys out and we're gonna do this blank. And Joey's face, you see pure determination. He's like walking in the perfect everything about this picture is perfect. It is a movie. His arms and legs, every his face, everything is in a perfect setting. What it remind it reminds me of like the picture of Muhammad Ali over Sonny Liston. It's the perfect picture of Muhammad Ali showing his dominance, right? That's the perfect picture of him. It's a picture that's been on the cover of magazines and has stood the test of time. And I think Kenneth Heasley took a picture that will go down with Joey Chestnut's legacy. A picture that happened only because they canceled it when the rain went away. I don't know. There, You've got an event that has no controversy, that has no suspense, and suddenly you create controversy and suspense around it, seems a little fishy to me, EJ. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. I've been all in on this thing being a work. I mean, the picture, the fact that they 
canceled it, even though people who were in at Coney Island were saying it, they canceled it. But it seems like they're setting up barricades and they're setting up tables like they're going to do this thing. Chestnut comes out, storming out like he's, you know, Steve Rogers, Captain America, leading the the Howling Commandos up against Hydra in World War II and says, we're going to do this effort. <laughs> like, I mean, that that just, it just all looked too suspicious. None of it made sense. And when something doesn't make sense and your common sense says something's up, usually there's a problem. And I, 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 I think that this was a work. I think that this was a, a contest that, you know, you got to continue to create headlines and you can only create so many headlines about Joey Chestnut wing again and again and again. So it's like, all right, how do we create headlines this year? Oh, let's cancel the show, but then have him be the hero that comes out and actually saves the show. Then he goes on and puts on a performance uh, and wins. I also think when we think about his performance, considering he did not get to the number that was put out by Vegas, it wasn't even close to that number. I wonder if this was maybe a distraction from that, like, did they know? Yeah, well, you just read my mind. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like, well, they know, hey, you know, Joey, uh, he's been doing the <laughs> practice rounds, and he's not hitting that 70 number. He's kind of way off. Like, how do we kind of distract from that? Maybe he's losing his fastball. Uh, let's create some crazy, you know, thing where we cancel the show, and then he comes out as the hero and saves the show. So we all forget about the fact that maybe he's not as quite uh, as good a hot dog eater as he was in his younger days. This, I, I don't know. I, I'm... <laughs> I'm straddling the line here between being like facetious and being all in on this, but I've just jumped the line. I'm all in on this. That that's absolutely right. You look all you gotta do is look at the evidence, guys. You look at the numbers. This guy averages about the world record seventy six. He usually clears seventy every year. Clears seventy for him to go sixty two. That's a huge. That's a huge downward trend. That is a huge downward trend. And what we should be talking about today. Those in the major league eating beat. We should be talking about, oh, is, is he vulnerable? Is this era coming to an end? Instead, it's about Joey Chestnut, the hero. And to go back to that picture I mentioned, keep in mind, it's just Joey. So what happened? There was everybody, what, like, where did these guys go? I need, I need to fill in the gaps here. They were told to clear the stage. I'm sure they all went in the locker room or whatever they do. And then they sat around and they all like, did they all agree or did Joey Chestnut just sit there? Why, why didn't they all come out together? And if you're one of these other competitors, I mean, Joey Chestnut's kind of taking the spotlight here a little bit from me. I wanted to be the hero. I wanted to be the guy. The whole thing seems, the whole thing seems like it was a work. And I'm just, I think we want, I'm protecting ourselves here. I'm protecting my, I'm not falling for it. Okay. Yes, he ate the hot dogs. That it's not it's not like you know wrestling. Oh, is it fake? Well, like they really get hurt and they really do damage. The results may be scripted or foretold. So he did the thing that we all saw him do, but everything else around that I'm calling shenanigans. So like these are his numbers in terms of the last however many years. So he lost in, to Matt Stoney. Again, I don't know if Matt Stoney is still in a competitive eater. If he was- I just looked up Stoney. He stopped eating and he went he won at sixty two and yeah. fifteen and then still did the competition through twenty nineteen, would average around forty some, 
hasn't competed in a few years. Yeah, so randomly he was able to what was this the steroid year for Matt Stoney where like it you may know, have been. like the yeah. regular like the the Brady Anderson year where you know he yeah Brady Anderson I mean we hit fifty home runs and then you never they see. often call Stoney the Brady Anderson of competitive eating. <laughs> yeah. You're aware of this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like so so then Joey does seventy and six and sixteen, seventy two in twenty seventeen, seventy four in twenty eighteen, seventy one in twenty nineteen, seventy five in twenty twenty 76 in 2021. So then last year he did 63. And that was the quote-unquote off year people wondered. And then from there, you think, oh, he only did 63 last year. You know, maybe he's losing his fastball. How do we create headlines? How do we distract from the fact that maybe Joey isn't quite what he used to be? Because we've seen someone else eat 62 hot dogs and win. Like Matt mm-hmm. Stoney did that already. So that adds even more credence to the fact that are we seeing the best hot dog eaters at the hot dog eating contest? Because 62 is not a number that is guaranteed to win. It would not have won any any of the last six, seven hot dog eating contests. Well, oh, there's some clouds in the sky. It's looking a little dark. Cancel the show, even though it's going to be sunny the rest of the day. And then have Joey come out there like Captain America himself and say, not on my watch. I mean, I don't know. It just looks set up perfect for this to be... What we saw yesterday, and it's and it's a disgrace. It's a, it's a flat it, out disgrace. It is a disgrace, and we are at that point uh, where we're, we it, we are saying that, and we are saying that. And who's there's a lot of there, there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there, okay? And there's a lot of people that think governments control the weather. I'm not so sure Major League Eating didn't make it cloudy and rainy at the perfect time. They got all their other events in, and then I I, I would I would look into that too. I would look into that. So Joey Chestnut does eat 62 hot dogs. The stats on that are that is 18,000 calories, 1,100 grams of total fat, 1,500 carbs, and 682 grams of protein. You know what is interesting? I won't get too deep in this because it's gross, but um, whenever these competitive eaters are interviewed, I had one weirdo on once. He he was here for like a cheese curd competition. I forgot his name, but he's done the hot dog thing. And we ask him about, they're always, the food, that's a lot of food coming in, right? And then we always ask him about how it comes out. And then they always give like a coy answer. Like, oh, well, you know, it's not that fun. <laughs> I actually am interested in more details. I, w- I would like to know. You actually want I, to know that? I, I'm, I'm like, yeah. I, I'm good. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've had, I've had just like meals where the aftershocks of the meal have been challenging and not pleasant. I am kind of curious to know what happens. I, I would, I would, I do have questions, but I, again, I won't, I won't spend too much time on that because it's disgusting. But I, I am curious. So I'm. I just I for some reason I wanted to make that known as well. But we're all making it known. Ryan, what do you think? Are we too far gone on the conspiracy? No, I'm I'm fully buying into this. Because they could have postponed it already. If they look at their phone, see the weather, it's gonna pour at was it twelve o'clock? They could have pushed it back to two. But instead, they decide to just, you know, act like it's canceled and then turn it back on when publicity needs it the most. They had a NASCAR race on the streets of Chicago that it had more rain in Chicago than it in one day than it did in a month. And they were able to somehow get that race in. And yet a little 
thunder, a little shower was going to stop this event. Shenanigans. We're calling conspiracy here. If I'm remembered for one thing in DA show history, it's planting the flag down on Joey Chestnut conspiracy. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.